This week on Last Week, we're listening to the worst song of the year and nitpicking over some of the dumb things Nintendo's been doing. Welcome back to another episode of Last Week on the Internet. I'm Fonz, and joined as usual by my lovely co-host, Jake. How you doing tonight, bud? Just like those reward programs, I'm feeling pretty useless. <laughs> Nintendo rewards, excuse me. <laughs> well, as you can tell, we're going to dig deep into some Nintendo rewards program. But to start it off with some, some gaming news, we're going to talk about Chrono Trigger on PC. And um, Jake's going to have to take the key on this one because I've never actually played Chrono Trigger. Here's um, my the brother secret. is a huge fan. But Here's never the secret. Uh, I've never played it either. But <laughs> when it when it first got added, so I, it, I saw this, like, I think it was a Polygon article that was like, yes, unfortunately. Um, it was like, Chrono Trigger was secretly added to um, to Steam or something like, something like that, and mm-hmm. um, so I always want to wanted to play Chrono Trigger. My friend mm-hmm. still swears um, that it is like the best game he's ever played in his life. Yeah, um, that's like my brother. My brother yeah. loves Chrono Trigger. But here's the update to the story, which because you're listening to last week, it is you just listen <laughs> here, you hear Chrono Trigger get ads added to steam and it sucks apparently because um what they did was chrono trigger originally came out on i believe like the oh man do you, i can't remember if it was the nes or the snes yeah. or none of the above um yeah. i might be wrong about that i think it actually oh, yeah. now that i said that i'm pretty sure it was the uh nope it was the snes okay good Welcome to Last Week on the Internet, where we do our research before the show. Yes. So, it was on the SNES. <laughs> um, I didn't have an SNES, so part of the reason oh, I didn't yeah. play it. But um, it's been it's since been um, pushed to other systems. It's been, it came out for... Uh, for PlayStation. For, yeah. And Nintendo it also, DS, iOS, yeah. Android, yes. and of course now Microsoft Windows. There you go. So... Um, but the the iOS one, the the phone and iOS and Android version of this didn't they didn't have uh, great reviews, and mm-hmm. the port to the PC was the same port as the iOS and Android versions. Uh, so people are mad that the port is really really bad apparently. Yeah. So apparently some of there's problems with some of the shaders they've botched some of the colors there's backgrounds mm-hmm. that are messed up it's ui that's bad it's apparently just mm. a very very bad port um yeah. and so what some people are doing is they're apparently modders that are trying to fix their shitty chrono trigger pc port nice so well, i mean that sucks but it's also cool that the community can come together and um uh, you know kind of make a better version of what the developers should have made right I mean, it sucks that that hasn't happened, but right. So um, I've always—that's one of the reasons that I've always loved PC was that the modding community can always come together and kind of like make a a decent uh, version, if you will, or a better version, if you will, of what the game should have been. Right. <laughs> I um, 
I in other Steam news though, I saw that Final Fantasy 15 is out today. It just as we're as of recording this today, so yeah. it's been out for a week. Uh, for you guys listening, no, <laughs> it um <laughs> and for PC. So I am super excited, but I'm trying not to buy it. Yeah, dude, wait for that sale, my man. I know you'll get it. It'll well, be there. Here's another game that I'm waiting for the sale for. There's a new no. game that just came out last week called Into the Breach, and it's made by the same company, Subset Games, that made Faster Than Light. Yeah. Um, if you haven't played Faster Than Light, it's honestly one of it's the best. It's a fucking amazing game. One of the best games I've played. It's it, You basically play as the as Star Trek it, out, mm-hmm. and uh, you play as like a captain of a spaceship, and you mm-hmm. can control the spaceship, and you like go. It's like a roguelike, so you go from like section to section constantly being hunted by the like the galactic whatever something like that super mm-hmm. fun i feel like as i was describing it i was pushing my glasses up and my nose was getting even more nasally it was just like it's so good it's star trek and you live it out and you're captain janeway and you i can i can be honest though you turned me on to faster than light because i remember seeing you playing it one time and uh i didn't i had not heard of the game at all before that and um also, it wasn't really into roguelikes, and yeah. you were pretty much the inspiration for wanting to play Faster Than Light, and just g- me getting into roguelikes in general, because well, I, so as frustrating as it is, <laughs> as frustrating as it is, the game is outstanding. It's yeah. it's not only great, but it's great fun. Um, y- you know, as much as you may die, it- it's not about the dying. I mean, I can honestly say I've probably put... I don't know, 15, 20 or so hours into Faster Than Light, and I've never finished. I've oh, never man, finished you never beat it? Oh. Nope. I've never I finished have. a run. I have. I'm not good at roguelikes. Uh, I, it took me 12 hours into um, Has Been Heroes before I finished a run, which is embarrassing uh, to say out loud. But I don't know that game, unfortunately. Oops. Yeah, I'm looking at my Steam. I have 14 hours of Faster Than Light, never finished a run damn dude um yeah has been heroes is a roguelike that came out for the switch well it came out for other consoles but it came out for the switch most importantly because that's the only important console and um i definitely have 12 hours clocked in that game and um nope uh or or, sorry uh, i have 12 hours clocked in has been heroes and i've only finished one run ever sorry uh it took me i have not played the game again since i finished a run so hmm. and the thing about i don't think it's like this with faster than light but the thing about has been here is is uh after you've finished a run and you get past a certain boss uh that your next run you have to get past that boss and then it unlocks another boss uh, and i don't think it's like that in faster than light i'm pretty sure yeah. the final boss is the final boss right right right, right. yeah yeah so um unfortunately with has been heroes i've finished a run finished that first boss but haven't gone back to finish the uh. subsequent boss and i think there's like i think there's multiple you know after you finish two runs you know and finish two bosses then there's a third one you know blah, blah, blah. Uh. it keeps going on and uh no I, I finished one it's not that i disliked the game or i got tired of it or anything like that it, it's just like I, I just feel like i'm not really that good at roguelikes and um you know after fucking 12 hours of smashing your head against the game it gets a little bit a little bit much yeah so i was like well i finished a run i'm good i still have it so it's not like you know i I can go back i I enjoy the gameplay it's definitely interesting um like turn-based kind of see i'd never heard of this game somehow so really now i'm just like please come back up here so you can give me your steam access (laughs) <laughs> well i don't have it on steam it's on the switch oh uh, okay well, yeah, then, yeah, yeah fair enough maybe i'll switch buy it game. on the switch well it's on also 
Steam. Just oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, just, I knew it came out for other platforms, but yeah, it, because, it came out like month two, I think, of the month two, maybe month three of the Switch. So this is when I was still very deep into like buying almost every game that uh, came out for the Switch. So yeah, well, like most Steam game or like most Switch games, it's also on some other. Uh, it's also an old Steam game. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was new. I know, at the time. I know, yeah. it was new for at the once. Time. I, was for once. I was kidding. <laughs> By the way, once, did you hear... in a, once in a blue moon. Coming now, now just for the Switch, Chrono Trigger. Crazy. I'm kidding. <laughs> <sighs> That's a really good new game. Um, unfortunately, it's the bad port. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So what about this YouTube news? So I saw this oh, and buddy. didn't care, but I thought it was a little interesting. So YouTube announced that they're going to let, um, for their YouTube Live, which is their streaming service. I think it's called yeah. that, right? Yeah, YouTube Live. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... They're gonna let um, live viewers control control streamers' lights and pet pet feeders. So basically, for if you what? <laughs> for what purpose? I know. So they're they're basically uh, they announced that they were gonna basically like let s- people who are watching the stream uh, like interact with the uh, streamers, hmm. and I thought that was weird. So yeah. well, I, don't know. I think it's cool. I, I think they're trying to hit on the kind of Twitch plays Pokemon style thing. Uh huh. I mean, which is in and of itself not a new concept. Um, it's a new concept in the sense that it comes down to playing a game. But um, I don't know how deep into the live streaming community you've been, like in life before major services like Twitch and YouTube. But um, I strangely enough have like been into live streaming not myself but watching live streams for like quite a long time and i do remember a live stream like way 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 back in the day in like 2009 um where this guy had a bunch of remote control cars in his house uh-huh. with a camera on top of them uh-huh. and when you got into his live stream you could choose which remote control car you wanted uh you it was like you know you just type number one through five and okay. you're on that one and uh, you type in controls, and it would move the car around his house in huh. those, in you know, whatever control. And it was kind of like a voting system, because, you know, like, there's only six cars, so it's not like all fucking 1,000 people are going to, you know, yeah, multiple people get one car. So you kind of had to vote and say, like, let's go forward this many feet, and, um, you know, if enough people voted for that, it would do it. And... Um, I can say, like, in that sense, it's cool, but it's kind of like a novelty. You know, right. Like, there's no ultimate purpose behind it, you know. So Until someone sets up a live stream for, um, <laughs> and then I thought about how shitty the internet is, and I instantly <laughs> thought, this is a bad idea. But I was like, someone leaves their pets at home. They don't want to feed them themselves for some reason with their automatic <laughs> feeder. So they get people on stream to feed. Uh, they just stream all day like their cat. Like the the cat would die from overeating. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was just like the cat would die from overeating while the lights went on and off in the background. Yes. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool idea, but also, I don't know. I don't. I don't see what the overall purpose of yeah, being able to, I agree. like at least with something like Twitch plays Pokemon. There's an ultimate goal, which is to beat the game. To um, be the very best. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with the lights thing, it's like, okay, cool, man. I guess I could turn the lights off. And it, because it's the internet, just like you were describing, it's going to be the lights flicking off on and on, you yeah. know, on and off over and over again. So, like, pff, who cares? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like the whole live streaming and like integrating the viewers into the live stream, especially when I know a lot more recently. I think it was like last year or year before last. There was that streaming game uh, on Steam. It's called like Streamline, I think. Uh, have you heard of that? No, I don't think. Um, I don't think I have. It's a game that streamers can play. I'm trying to look it up in my Steam. I think it was on Steam. Um, yeah, it's called Streamline. It's a game that streamers can play and um the viewers can also like play with them of course that can happen with any multiplayer game but if you're not a a a viewer who's playing in the match currently the streamer or the viewers sorry uh vote on things that happen in the game oh well that's happened before so they do that in uh in like uh jackpot body back jackpot body back exactly so uh, I, I feel like with things like that, at least there's kind of like a purpose behind the viewer's interaction with the stream. Whereas uh-huh. with the lights on and off thing, it's like, okay. I mean, I, I guess. like I don't see that much of a purpose. Yeah. But yeah, no, like you were saying, uh, with like Jackbox Party Pack, you know, the viewers can... I do feel like in Jackbox, as much as I like Jackbox, I feel like the viewers don't have so much of an important role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just like it's almost like they're playing a game amongst themselves. But yeah, Wait, with, unrelated. With, I'm sorry. Go ahead. With like streamline, it'll be something that actually affects the gameplay. Oh, uh, okay. Like yeah. for everyone who's playing. So, so unrelated. Have you or kind of related? Have you played Jackbox Potterback Four? Or I think I it was four, five, four. The one with the uh, the dating and the like the. It, there's a, there's one of the games that's in it that's like you're dating monsters or something like that. Oh, I played that. Oh man, I'm gonna say this out loud and it's embarrassing. I played that with Casey Tron yep. on stream. I knew it. I knew yep, you were gonna yep. say it. I knew it, it. happened. Mm. All right. Hey, well, let's I, move I'm on. gonna I'm gonna come out and just say it. Unpopular opinion. I like Casey Tron. That's All right. Well. And now I'd like to post a job uh, search for a new host, a new co-host for the new podcast last week on the internet. Uh, we will be taking applications following this episode. <laughs> so. On popular opinion, tweet at me. I like Casey John. Um, well, let's speaking move on. Of YouTube. <laughs> speaking of YouTube and bad things, if you've heard of the rapper, I guess, arguably rapper, who goes by the name of Tom McDonald, he dropped a new track called White Boy uh, about three weeks ago from today, and it is absolute trash. <laughs> um... There See, I was thinking users. before it was before I actually listened to it. I thought to myself, "Oh, we should make this an intro music." I'm not going to do. Oh, that. I'm not going to. No, do we're it. not. We're not going. No, do we're not going to do that. To um, you. But he has. Yeah. Uh, well, the the whole song is about. Um, I don't know. Basically, how if you're just being white doesn't make you a racist. Is that that feels a little like I, I was like oversimplified it a little mm, bit. Mm, I I think I could agree with that kind well, of. I don't know. Synopsis. He has such good lines as i'm not the white devil neo-nazi cop trying to pull the trigger you can call me what you want but i'd still never say you can guess what that rhyming scheme goes with (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so (laughs) yeah yeah um some users on rateumusic.com are arguing that as of now so this track dropped february 9th of 2018 uh some users are arguing that this is the worst song of the year which i love because it's kind of like the same argument that I have against uh, movie trailers that are like the best action movie of the year, and it's like, it's like March, January fifth. It's like I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah. also, 
But also, so. <laughs> the only movie that's come out so far is Fifty More Shades of Grey. And that wasn't yeah. an action movie. <laughs> or yeah. was it? Wait. <laughs> Oh man, that's an action. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll put a link in the description to this uh, to this music video. But to like this banger, said, yeah, to this club banger. He's a. Uh, I think it's interesting because he's basically arguing like like what Jake said about the uh, you know like just because I'm white I'm not racist, which is a fair enough point. I do think there are fringe groups who believe that like all white people are racist. But on the whole, you're just I don't like think I've met some argument. white people that weren't racist. So <laughs> yeah, it's like from time to time. No. Uh, on the whole, I don't think that's a real argument. I think he's kind of creating a straw man argument with this video. Um, I think the most uh, interesting part, I was about to say a word that I'm not supposed to say <laughs> to uh, our, our viewers, listeners, uh, voting. I think the most interesting part is that he gets to an ang- uh, an anger level where he's just yelling the words white boy. And that's yeah. like the chorus. So... There's that. Uh, if you want to uh, check out some bad music, I'll put a link in the description. I'm honestly, Donald's white boy. I'm honestly surprised you were so. You got to sign off for that gold pass, everybody out there, because <laughs> uh, I'm honestly surprised that you went so calmly with talking about this this story. Because before the before the episode, Fonz talked to me for a good 15 minutes about why this song is bullshit. To I was which, trying to keep it concise. <laughs> to which I responded by saying, "Man, I I think you hit some good points, but uh, did you hear his rapping? It's so bad." <laughs> <laughs> Fonz is like over here like analyzing the lyrics and I was just like no 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 but did you hear how he didn't rhyme some of those words <laughs> oh, man. and by some you mean most <laughs> yeah there's like a, a whole in his whole first verse there's like a whole like first chunk of it that just doesn't have any rhyming yeah and yeah, like not at all when he does rhyme he rhymes things like should and hood or trigger and anyways to our next story um <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> comedy <laughs> speaking of youtubers who yeah. are speaking of trash baby YouTubers. speaking of youtubers who are also trying to uh avoid saying the word tricker and the word <laughs> that rhymes with it oh, alex jones and his oh, company boy. alex jones the go- the gay frog man <laughs> i really i will never uh i was like what's the name of his network it's the alex jones channel uh, no, it's Infowars. <laughs> Infowars. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the name of his channel is Alex's own channel, though. For yeah, but Infowars. Um, mm-hmm. They had their they had a, a whole debauchery happen with YouTube mm-hmm. because uh, there was this whole tiff taff between them and YouTube because allegedly YouTube uh, was taking down their channel. I don't know if you watched this week on the internet, but uh, yeah. it turns out that wasn't true. YouTube responded and said they're not taking down their channel i would like to interject here and mention that uh i believe it was last week when we were talking about the crisis actors video and i said it was good that youtube took it down but i said that it was also bad that youtube took it down off of alex jones's channel because you're going to rile up conspiracists about um alex jones being censored Silenced. by the media right right right. exactly yeah you know like people will be like you know oh well maybe this was real but they know, don't want the government to the trying truth, to man. right 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 and that is exactly the like perspective that alex jones played into i mean he's a noted conspiracy theorist frankly i mean he's a noted crazy person no yeah that's the, i mean the, that's the best part i don't know if you knew this about him but when um so he's like a crazy person but like much like most crazy people with TV shows, they're not that crazy. 
because right. they know something about like what they're doing. So yeah. I don't a couple like I think this was like last year he was going through divorce with oh. uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. So he was going through a custody trial trying to get um, trying to get uh, custody of his children and being be able to right. see his children. And yeah. so basically like during the trial his lawyers had to argue because they were using his show against him. To I like was gonna his... say that's the that's a very that's a rough battle because yeah, he could easily just like hey, have you heard of this website called YouTube.com? Right, he just be like, have you heard of Infowars? So yeah. basically, what his lawyers were arguing is that um, he's playing a character. I do remember this. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that, and um, you know maybe it's just my coping mechanism for thinking that darwinism would have taken people who are that stupid off the planet by now but i also think that he's playing a character right i don't think he's that stupid that's the thing i would like to hope not i think some uh, people who watch him are stupid not all of them yeah i mean this is the same man who said that sandy hook was faked so i mean well he walked that back i'm pretty sure mm, did he I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, I I don't know entirely, but I think that that's what I was watching. Is that he walked it back? He did a hundred percent say say that initially. Initially, and it wasn't yeah. like, oh no no, I I my I was misconstrued, right? But he said something along the lines, and I could be wrong about this, but he, he and this is I love this. This is so tasty. He and I feel like I could be wrong, and I'm misinforming, and I feel I'm mm-hmm. so sorry about that. Tweet mm-hmm. at me. But he said something along the lines of like he said that, and then he responded by saying. There was something that they put in his water to make him say something. Say something. <laughs> Just like, okay. Oh, no. uh, man. I love Alex Jones. I, I, uh, I can say that, much like Steven Crowder, um, I'm not, no, don't get me wrong, I'm not putting Steven Crowder and Alex Jones on the same level. Um, I do think they're both kind of out there, but I do think Steven Crowder is at least more based in reality than uh-huh. uh, alex jones i honestly I, oh. I i can't wrap my head around believing that alex jones actually believes all the things that he says right at least with steven crowder like even if you disagree with what he says which is fine at least when watching his videos i believe he's genuine mm-hmm. i don't think that he is just saying some bullshit um alex jones i 100 percent believe he's kind of like a sensationalist he, yeah uh, well he says things s- on the line all along the lines of obama put is making your frogs gay he's yeah o- obama's gay. putting chemicals in the water that turn the frogs gay so yeah, like so. come on you know i don't i don't even think he actually believes that but yeah sure um who knows but i believe that both of both steven crowder and alex jones share something in common and that is the idea that they're both like kind of playing a character in the sense of they're being like they're trying to be entertaining um, so and they're trying to pander to their particular demographic like their audience you know so, what i mean so talking about i i, we're, I feel like we're like brushing that line with political but that's fine <laughs> we're, we're touching it but also to a point where it's just like all right well if you're on the other side you're a conspiracy theorist we're lightly so stroking the line we're that's lightly okay. stroking the line but if you are getting uh jerked by us off Ladies. um phrasing no ah! <laughs> uh if if we, we're on that line but you're it's jerking you around then uh Ladies. maybe you're a conspiracy theorist but that's fair enough <laughs> to each their own you're allowed to be dumb that's, that's yeah America. <laughs> um <laughs> no but I was thinking about this the other day with the uh, the whole like crisis actor things. It's just like, mm-hmm. what if you're that that the, the main kid? Because they said there was a couple cri- kids that were yeah. crisis actors. But what if you were that kid? The yeah. I can't remember his name. We talked about him last it time was, on the show. Uh, 
David. It was Chad no. McMort. No, he it was he was kind uh, of a Chad, frankly. It was um, uh, David David Ho something something with an H. David something. David H. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So you're just like nope, not at all. I'm just like mm-hmm, was it not? Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm like doubting it because I just typed into Google David Crisis Actor and his name didn't instantly pop up. So okay, so maybe it wasn't that. Maybe um, I'm just completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe you are. Right. No, I'm okay with that. I believe that. I thought it was uh, David something. I think it was David something. Oh man, it's just like someone out there is already someone listening. <laughs> yeah. This is already Someone's screaming at the, their iPod <laughs> they, they, right this, now. They have David Hogg. Thank goodness. Okay. Okay, so I was right. It was yeah, David you H. Were right. Okay, I doubted you, my man. Sorry. Anyways, that's not the point. So I was thinking about this the other day about how crazy it is that this kid is just like in high school. He's like he looks like he's in tenth grade, maybe eleventh grade. Um, mm. but he's in high school and it's just like, he's getting so much media attention and people are out there like calling him a, like a fake a crisis actor. And it's just right. like, yo, you went through like a school shooting, came out, survived, and mm-hmm. people were calling you a crisis actor. I don't know how that kid has like so much calm when he like goes onto the air and he says the words, I am not a crisis actor. Yeah. In comparison I had some bullshit this happened this this weekend with Uber where I had to deal with them and I had to try and get in contact with them. And at one point, Uber responded to me by saying, please email us at this following email address, to which I got onto my email. I want to read you this email because it's so spicy. They told me on the phone to email this email address. And mm-hmm. I want to... Uh, I, want to I want to see... Just, I just want to read you the email that I got back. I sent them an email to the email address that I was told to email over the phone, and it says, hey there, we're sorry, you contacted an address that does not accept incoming email. <laughs> and, I th- and in that moment, so, so much smaller, I was living in a personal hell, so I can't imagine going on to like TV shows and saying the words, I am not a crisis actor, and having to deal with so much bullshit. Yeah. It's crazy to believe, to think. Well... I think it's I think it's on a similar vein as to where people like you and I um I'm not I've not had to interact with a person like this in real life but um you know reading about it online or you know like understanding where people are coming from with this perspective that and I'm just going to make it something outlandish just to you know make it easy um people who believe that the earth is flat I think it's like you know something that's so outlandish that I don't think we would, I don't, if I were to meet a person like this in real life, I don't think that I would yell at them because it's like, you're so stupid yeah. that I feel for you. <laughs> That's why I can say too. I said, oh, I, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I have said this to you before, which is like, yo, you're allowed to be dumb. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's your own, it's your own, like, it's your I, prerogative. Yeah. It's your prerogative. And you, and also you're allowed to be dumb and also like you shouldn't like waste your time trying to argue with dumb people exactly and that i think that might be where uh our boy david hogg is coming from where it's like you don't he doesn't he doesn't get angry because it's right. just like but i'm just saying it, if i was no in waste, his shoes it's no point i would have i would not have that patience i think I'm just like, i mean it's a, it's like it's almost not even a, a perspective of patience as much as it is just like you're just done with that shit <laughs> but he's still he's still like i don't know yeah he's like, a child you're right yeah but i was gonna say he he does he goes on like he's like arguing the fact that he's just like no i'm not a crisis actor yeah and i feel like when you're like having to go out and say something so 
so blatantly belligerently obvious. like outrageous like that yes it's just like what have we come to just yeah. like it's like if oh man it's like if someone had come out and uh obama had put out a press release i was just like no i didn't turn the the frogs gay yeah they were they already like the the frog legs if you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean <laughs> comedy <laughs> we got so sidetracked with this because i don't yes, think we, we even touched on the to- the topic of the fact what we wanted to say which was that um because of all this mess with um uh alex jones and his channel on youtube that people started tweeting which is apparently the way that we get things done nowadays and i hate it um <laughs> at the companies that um sponsor alex jones mm-hmm. and so them so some of them have pulled their plug they pulled their support from yeah. the alex jones channel right yeah um as like with many other things on the internet like you were just saying um there was kind of like an advertisement boycott not necessarily incited by the advertisers themselves so much as um like you're saying people tweeting at them that uh, urged advertisers to pull their ads from the uh infowars youtube channel and of course see here's the problem with like deep conspiracy theorists like alex jones fans is the fact that all of this, just like I was saying with you know removing the YouTube video uh, about the crisis actors, all of this stuff just plays into their conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, that's what led the Alex Jones Infowars channel to saying that they're getting their channel deleted and they're getting you know all, YouTube is trying to hold the information back and you know all this other stuff, uh, which uh, uh, none of it was true. Yeah. Um, the Infowars channel did not get deleted. Uh, they did start another YouTube channel when they said that theirs was going to get deleted. That uh, drew in a, a good amount of subscribers. But all of this is kind of like, if you think about it, it's kind of like a publicity stunt. Because they some of the stuff did happen. Like, when they took down the Crisis Actors video, YouTube did actually strike their channel. Um, YouTube struck their channel another time, but then removed that strike. And, uh, you know, all the rest of the stuff was made up by Alex Jones and the, the people behind InfoWars. And all this was kind of like build hype around InfoWars, even though none of this stuff was actually going to happen. Right. So I think it's just like a, a great example of how easy it is to just lead conspiracists into believing something that i mean come on it's 2018 we still have people that wholeheartedly believe the moon landing didn't happen right so like i don't know it's not it's not hard for sheep to be led if you will uh, yeah (laughs) well if you're done with us talking about controversial subjects let's go back to something that everyone agrees on which is nintendo is a company that makes good consoles great games and nothing else because i was gonna say speaking of sheep (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of people who are uh, fucking around, uh, yeah. so Nintendo, uh, they which one? I guess we're talking about this first. The yeah. sorry, we're talking about a lot of Nintendo things. Sorry, if you if you bought a Switch day one like I did, and you've been listening to this podcast since last March, then good on you. Man, um, we really appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you may have noticed if you signed into your Switch and checked your profile anytime recently that your hours for games that you bought in March, or more specifically release day games, have been reset. And um, the reason for this is apparently not on purpose. It's apparently a bug that has been happening and uh, your times haven't been fully reset. They're not erased. They should come back to their normal amount of time after 10 days. But 
for me, uh, as someone who loves the Switch, has loved the Switch since day one, this is... I feel like this is just, like, another fucking thing on top of the pile of shit that's gone on with the Switch. And I don't feel like, overall, any of these things are deal-breakers, but it's, like, it's so many nitpicky things that it's just, like, can we just not... Like, can you guys just do better? Yeah, like, along with the fact that you're talking about, like, other things from the pile, or is this, like, the fact that the the screen can be scratched scratched. by the dock? Yeah. Things like the that, fucking yeah. switch bends itself in half. Yeah. Um, the backplate cracking by itself. Right, right. The left Joy-Con issues. Like it's just like, I know you know, it's the it's pretty much. Uh, I don't want to go as far as I don't want to make a like a rash statement and say it's the first of its kind because like there's been similar ideas but not so radical. So like it it is kind of like a a first generation of its type console, but. I feel like some of these things are easily avoided, and I don't really understand how they're slipping through the cracks so much. And um, like I said, I don't think any of these things on on their own are deal breakers, but it's like, come on. Like, it's just another thing that's wrong with the Switch. And as much as the Switch has taken off since last year, it's been out for a year now. Um, I love the adoption of the Switch. I love the developer adoption of the Switch. There's like over 400 games out for the Switch now. You know, it's it's really catching on. I made the uh, hyperbolic statement earlier to Jake that the Switch is the new Wii. Um, Mm -hmm. because everyone fucking has one. Uh, When the Wii first came out, you couldn't find it in the stores. Same thing with the Switch. Now, a year later. Weirdly enough, the Switch is the new Wii, and it is the new Dark Souls. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It is the Dark Souls of consoles. Yeah, now, a year later, everyone has a fucking Switch. Like, I know one year ago, like, day one, I knew one other person that had a Switch. Now, I probably know ten other people that have a Switch. Like, everyone has a Switch, and that's great. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that's going to definitely help stop the eShop from being shovelware. Um, Mm -hmm. But like we need to stop having these little issues and i understand that a year deep it's not always you know it's a little bit late for hardware issues to be fixed but software issues like this where your play times are apparently reset but they're not um like come on can we just not like i don't feel like in 2018 it's really that hard to figure this kind of stuff out yeah uh like i checked my breath of the wild gameplay um, and today is now the 6th of March 2018, and because the Switch dropped on the 3rd, but I did not get Breath of the Wild until the next day, because I ordered it on Amazon, uh, the 4th, it says that I first played Breath of the Wild two days ago, which is, uh, of course, incorrect. Right, yeah. Um, and I- any other games that I played day one, like Snipper Clips and uh, I believe Fast RMX, they also say that, you know, I played them three days ago, uh... I realize on the whole, and like I said, this is why they're not deal breakers. On the whole, it doesn't matter, you know. Right. My, it's just a small thing. It's just your time right. played. It doesn't actually. It yeah. It doesn't change exactly. save files or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing like that. Your saves aren't gone. Everything's cool. But it's just like, if it's enough for people to notice and there to be articles about it, it's enough of a deal that I feel like Nintendo should have noticed. Like, uh. you know. Like, what caused this to happen? I know they didn't have the Switch a year later, you know, when they were in development, so fair enough. But, like, how do you not notice these things? Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know. That's well, what here's really another small me. thing that is annoying, is that the we talked about, I think last time, the Nintendo Rewards Program that they're offering, 
which gives you um, point or it gives you five percent of whatever you spent on the eShop, or one percent if you buy yeah. physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone's CNET is made an article basically pointing out the fact that that is some garbage. Yep. So yes, if is. you only buy physical copies of games, that means that you'd have to buy six thousand dollars worth of uh, of games to be able to purchase one free. $60 game. Yes. So it's buy 100 at full price, $60 full price. <clears throat> buy 100, get one free. Yeah. Which, uh, and like I was describing to you earlier, I come from two points on this. Um, right. One is you can't complain about it because it's a free program. But on the other side of things, other online services such as Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus, I think it's called uh, something along those lines. PlayStation uh, that's yeah, do give you rewards that are better than this. Uh, right. You know, if we if we were talking about the Wii act like the actual Wii era, uh, you know, PlayStation Network was free uh, because it was trash, and um, Xbox Live cost money, but it you did not get rewards. So if you were looking at it in those times, two thousand five, two thousand six, um, sure you could say, well, it sucks, but it's better than the other two. But now it's not, and I don't think that this is a valid program. And I, I think the the issue mainly is the fact that with someone who's an early adopter like myself, um, the program just opened up on the fifth today that we're recording for the eighteenth time is the sixth, and I have three weeks to use my rewards that I got from games that I bought uh, day one. And so you only have one year to spend your rewards yes on everything yes so the games so that have i bought to spend day one six thousand dollars or if you're buying them uh in the e-shop right yeah. digitally so less yeah less than that but six thousand dollars to buy a full new game in a year right. yeah uh now here's the thing you can use them they they're basically a discount so you get one coin uh gold point Nintendo, my Nintendo Rewards Gold Point is worth a redemption of one cent. So one US dollar penny um, gets you a discount on a game. So you don't have to necessarily wait until you have enough to get a free game. You can, you know, have you could literally have one penny, you know, one Nintendo, my Nintendo Gold Point and use that to get one penny off of a full price game. I don't know why you would do that, but you could. So the issue here is in order for you to actually have something that's achievable as a reward as opposed to taking, oh, I could take $3 off this game or $4 off that game, uh, to get a free game, essentially, you have to buy anywhere between 20 and 100 games. Uh, uh-huh. Now, the 20 side isn't so terrible, but... Oh, uh, no, let me rephrase. 20 is terrible, but ha! it's not but as Compared bad. to 100, it's very good. Exactly. Yeah, it's not as bad as 100, but... um. You know, looking at things from the perspective of uh, a rewards program that was previously applied to the Wii U and the 3DS, where you could use your My Nintendo Rewards points to get coupons, um, and you would get a coupon that might be 50% off of this specific game. You know, 50% off of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, sure. Um, Looking at it from the one cent discount per point, it's absolute garbage. Um... And I, like I said in the beginning, my biggest qualm comes in the fact that it's like, well, if you think about it, they don't have to really give you a discount on anything. 
Right. So I don't know. How do you feel about that argument particularly? Like the the, know. you know, it it's better than nothing. Yeah, I don't know. It technically is better than nothing, but I don't know at this point. Eh, it doesn't really super bother me, but I do, I do think it's like a little weird. Yeah. Just because it's just like you have to spend so, and they give you so little. Yes. So. Yeah. I don't like the idea that they're kind of inherently discouraging physical purchases. Um, I also don't like the idea that they waited until the month that uh, your points would expire if you yeah. bought a day one Switch that to give you the rewards. It's, it's issues like that where, and once again, like we were talking about with the last story, they're not deal breakers because I can easily see a, a person um, just going through the whole process of owning a Switch, buying games, blah, 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 and never using the rewards program and that's perfectly fine because you didn't lose anything you know like you just Uh bought the games normally um but i feel like you're i feel like nintendo's fucking over their early adopters you know like when the switch was getting a lot of criticism because it launched with like i don't know eight games you know stuff like that us cucks who bought the day one switch like enthusiasts yeah (laughs) enthusiasts who bought the day one switch it's it feels disingenuous, I guess. It feels like, you know, you waited until we would have three weeks to use the points. You knew, come on, let's be honest with ourselves, and we talked to the, talked about it on the show, it was a Zelda machine. So you knew everyone bought Zelda for $60. So that everyone was getting some points. You know, most people bought Zelda for $60 physical, because there wasn't the understanding going into it that it was going to be the 5-in-1 deal with the physical and eShop thing. Right, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people pre-ordered on Amazon. A lot of people pre-ordered in their local GameStop. So like, you're kind of just like dicking them, and now it's to the point where you're like, okay, well, you get more points for buying a digital game, and also whatever games you bought. You know, I knew not in real life knew because I don't know people, but um, I knew a lot of people who bought the entire library, everything that was available for the Switch Day One, and I almost did, except for like one two Switch. And I'm Setsuna, I think. Um, so, like, because I like good games. Um, so, <laughs> so it's like you, all these people that dropped a, kind of a lot of money. You know, if you're looking at the Switch itself for $300, Breath of the Wild was $60, and any additional games, you know, you could have easily dropped five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars on your Switch. And it's just like, okay, so it's a year later now. We never introduced a rewards program, and now we're going to give you fucking nothing, basically. You get one penny for every point that you spent. So good luck. It's, uh, I don't know, it, it's shitty. I don't. I really wish the thing about Nintendo, especially in the Switch era, is I was liking the Switch not only because of the console itself, but I liked how much Nintendo seemed to be listening to the feedback, especially after the Wii U fiasco. I liked how much uh, they they seemed to care about the user base, as opposed to you know I've owned an Xbox, I've never owned a um, a PlayStation after a PlayStation One, but I did own an Xbox One not one but the first gen of xbox um and xbox 360 and then subsequently an xbox one but um i don't I, xbox one well i guess my <laughs> brother but naming schemes <laughs> but um so so you own one xbox one i owned the first I'm xbox sorry oh my I'm god I hate you. the first xbox the xbox 360 and then my brother but, has an xbox one <laughs> but did you own 360 xbox one <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> and I, I never actually felt like, aside from the Red Ring of Death thing, that Microsoft gave a fuck about you owning uh, their console. And it when could this, be argued that some of the Red Rings they didn't care about either. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, PlayStation, Sony. I, I, I personally, I never really felt like they gave a shit. Um, whereas with the Switch, I felt like Nintendo gave a shit. You know, like oh. when things were fucky, it seemed like Nintendo was like, "Hey, look, we fucked it." but we got this and now it's kind of just like hey look we fucked it but there's no we got this part they're just like yeah we fucked it bro like you know with the with the the online service being the voice chat being through the phone and everyone's just like holy shit this sucks and they're just like yeah we're about to release the the online service is going to cost money and then they release splat 10 reloaded and it's uh the phone voice chat thing and it's bad and everyone hates it and they're like all right so maybe we don't release the paid version maybe we keep giving it to you for free you know i feel like that's them listening you know whether it's serendipitous or whether they actually cared i don't know but you know it was shitty and they didn't make you pay for it Right. Um, when there were global test fires for the uh, the for Splat Tim, and there was the global test punch for uh, Arms, things were fucky. They were just like, "Hey, look, they're fucky. We're gonna fix this before the game releases," and they did. And now yeah. it's just like, what is this rewards program? And I know everyone's angry about it, but they're just like, "Nah, we fucked it," and they just don't this... seem to care. I guess that's what annoys me the most about it uh-huh. is that you know we're it's kind of like crunch time. Like if they decide to fix it for day one adopters, we're fucked. If they right. decide to change it, they have three weeks, and I don't see that happening. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of annoying because they're yeah. basically saying, "Hey, buy a new game off the e." And I know you know they're a company; they want to make money. But it's kind of like they're saying, buy a new game on the eShop in three weeks or else you don't get a discount on it. Right. It almost feels like they had like kind of some sort of like plan and then they're like, oh shit, like we want to put a year end date on it for some reason, which doesn't make sense to me. I don't right. know why they have to have like a, the points expire, but right. whatever. They decided they wanted the points expire and they're like, oh, we got to get this out if mm-hmm. people are going like, to have points expiring. Yeah. And that's the point that I was like trying to make in when we talked about this before was that they kind, they're kind of cutting it close with the yeah. whole year thing because it's like mm-hmm. if they literally waited three weeks from now then the year expiration thing would just be shitty all in all because it's like well right. for someone like me i don't own another modern nintendo console like not including the classic consoles because i don't you know they don't connect to the internet so i don't think that counts. Right. but like the last nintendo console i owned before the switch was uh a gamecube so mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't had the eShop on any other console, so it's not like I would buy the. You get discounts on like 3DS games. Like I don't have a 3DS, or you get right. discounts on Wii U games. I don't have a Wii U, so like right. for someone like me, I don't care about using my Nintendo Rewards points on anything else because I don't have those other things. So right, for right, people right. who don't own another console, they really pushed it down to crunch time for you to use your points, and then they kind of implemented a shitty system. And if you ask me, I do think they're going to change it. The problem is they're going to change it after the, it's too late. And uh, yeah. uh, I don't think that's cool, man. I, I think it would be nice if they were to be like, hey, you know, we're going to remove the one-year thing and we're gonna fix it in a couple months you know right that's fine because i've been sitting on these points forever anyway because there was nothing to to use them on so it's like sure remove the one year thing and say you're gonna fix it over the summer 
fine. I'll wait. But you're not. They're not doing that as of now. And we do have three weeks. So if they uh, if they decide to change that, we'll update. <laughs> yeah. So let's jump into our goose and gas segment. <laughs> so what's going on in this first? Oh, uh, man. This first goof. Did you watch this video? I did. Yes, I love it. So um, a YouTuber by the name of Jay Z, not spelled the way you expect it to be. Not the rapper. Um, yeah, not the rapper. Unrelated uh, to the rapper. No relation. <laughs> uh, was doing laundry and um, found some marijuana in his uh, his kid's laundry. So he uploads a YouTube video called "Dad Found Danny's Weed," oh. and it's um it's kind of funny, but not for the reasons you would expect. Uh, link in the description. But we uh, in the video you're introduced to the dad and he's uh you're watching him do the laundry and he's going into talking about the reason that he loves doing laundry is because anything he finds in the laundry now belongs to him so he uh, then pulls out a small bottle that has some uh, some dank nugs if you will in it and um, talks about how it's his son and he goes into the bathroom and tries to flush these nugs down the toilet and the greatest part about this is it literally there's the little nug that could it takes him four (laughs) times to flush this one baby nug that won't go down (laughs) it just won't flush it's fucking hilarious because he tries to play it off and uh, I don't know I think it's, it's only a two minute 30 second video I mean come on what else do you have better to do? Watch it at work. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a funny video. Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, talking about comedy in the bathroom, uh, there's a new VR game out. I love that segue. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's called George in the Tub. And what you do is you play as George W. Bush, the former president. Um, and you are making a uh, a painting in a bathtub. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, there it it's is. uh, it's inspired by two uh, self portraits by the man himself of uh him in the bathtub. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you get to be the uh, the man who did nine eleven, and oh man, conspiracy <laughs> <theorists>. political <laughs> Alex Jones. Um, is, you, is that you, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> You get to use a paintbrush and paint a self portrait of yourself in the bathtub. It's actually kind of hilarious. Um. Um, so, oh man, I had a goof. Oh, well. Um, oh, well, well, well. I don't know. <laughs> well, to goof this, um, everyone's favorite company to hate, done fucked it. Uh, or did <laughs> And it's they? not Nintendo. Oh, ah. spicy. Um, if you've uh, been paying attention to any Apple news recently, you've been looking into the construction of the new Apple Park. Uh, last year's Apple keynote that introduced the new iPhones was actually done in the Steve Jobs Theater at the new Apple Park. And the Apple Park looks amazing. It looks really cool. Uh, the problem is a lot of the walls of the Apple Park, inside and outside, are made out of glass. And um, because of this, a lot of employees have been walking into the glass walls at Apple Park. <laughs> Which is oh, funny. Um, apparently, they, they keep the glass so clean, and uh, you know, with it being new and all, everyone is not super familiar with the layout, that people have been walking into the glass walls 
Uh, I will put a link in the description to th- a transcript of three separate 911 calls, which I think is already a little bit over the top. Yes. That uh, security or other people in the building have called 911 for an ambulance for someone walking into one of the glass walls. Um, I think the most interesting part about this is if you, and unfortunately I did read through all the transcripts. I didn't listen to the calls, but I did read through the transcripts. Um, yeah. Most of them... <laughs> they say they have like a minor cut on their forehead and they're calling 911 over this. I well, know. this one this one dispatcher says is there any serious bleeding and the person says yes from the head. Right. And it's just like how do you run into like what were you running into the fucking building? I don't know. I it's mean still a building. Why how did you how did you yeah, run into this so badly that you are bleeding. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it um when the girl's dad got fired for the iphone x prototype oh man i just said uh, x the iphone 10 prototype um uh, that was at apple park where she did the video um but <laughs> of course i've never been there but it doesn't look like there's that much room for you to be like running you know like, yeah. moving at a high rate of speed so like i can't imagine these injuries are too terrible i do know right. though i i can i can um you know empathize with the fact that if you're a bystander and you see someone bleeding from their head, you probably want to get some help. So, yeah. fair enough. But I can't imagine you're moving at too high of a rate of speed. Um, I do think the most interesting part not is the fact that the people are running into glass walls. But um, if you read through the transcripts, because Apple Park is so new and the fact that it's like built on its own set of land, it's always funny when they're telling the dispatcher where to go and they're like, one yeah. Apple Park. And they're like, nope, that's not a thing. they're like i don't know what you're talking about you know like in one of them they're like what's the address and they're like one apple park way cupertino and they're like is that a business what building is it in and it's like nope that's that's the building like that's it that's the actual address (laughs) you know one apple park way yeah i don't know if you've uh if in, in in uh in richmond or in virginia beach that they've had walmarts where the the address is like walmart lane yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like i mean i see where they're coming from like it's a similar idea but also I think it's, yeah well yeah. like or that or like dmv way or something like mm-hmm. that yeah dmv street right yeah, yeah yeah it's just funny because they're just like yeah what's the address and they tell them the actual address and they're like nope not at all yeah don't believe you um, <laughs> it's pretty funny but, uh, yeah, I'll put a link in the description to those transcripts. And also you can listen to the audio recordings of, I think it's the audio recordings of those um, of those calls. Uh, I do think the, the new Apple Park looks outstanding, but I don't know, man. Like you said, A, how fast are you moving? And B, how clean is that glass? What are we, birds? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would. Some people weren't even meant to walk. Yeah. They just weren't even (laughs) alone. I don't think I could see myself running. I don't know. I've gotten close. Have you ever almost walked through a patio door? Uh, Like like glass? I don't think so. No? I can't think of it. That's impressive. You know, like they have. And I I have an awkward journal where I just write everything awkward I did that day. (laughs) You have the glass, and then you have the. Including tonight, I'm going to add saying that on the podcast. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
you, you <laughs> have the glass and then you have the screen you've never been in a situation where the screen was opened like pulled over i've seen people run through this or like go through the run screen. into the glass oh you've seen i see i was talking about running into the glass because the screen was moved so you didn't see the screen but you just ran into the glass door oh no I've had the opposite where, like, it's a screen door, and, like, normally there's also, like you said, glass screen. Right. And the glass door is open, but you're, like, you're trying to, like, make it so that, like, air is coming into in, or it's, like, the summer, so it's yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you have the screen door open, and someone, like, doesn't see. They see that the glass door is open, so they're just like, oh, it's open, and they just walk through the screen door. <laughs> I've seen that before. Oh, man. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's uncomfortable <laughs> it was uncomfortable to watch too <laughs> oh man well if you like being uncomfortable and you like this episode of last week on the internet you can check us out on the internet at lastweekontheinternet.com uh you can tweet at us at last week podcast is our twitter handle we track the hashtag l-w-o-t-i if you want to tweet at me specifically for rambling about nintendo too long you <laughs> can find me at hobby underscore grade on twitter and i track the hashtag front roll um we have a patreon account which is super cool you can check it out at lastweekontheinternet.com slash patreon i want to give a huge shout out to our current patrons adam lawrence and brandon holding it down for the last week nation um keeping the show afloat uh keep those lights on until youtube live turns it back on comedy keeping the digital lights on um (laughs) we have an email address but please don't email it's uh (laughs) last week on the internet or last week on the internet at gmail.com uh we do have a super cool flipboard magazine that i occasionally remember to contribute to and if you have a flipboard account search for the magazine last week on the internet as you can see we like to keep a really cohesive naming scheme amongst all of our uh our social media yeah buddy um i think that is all of the cool stuff that we do on the internet we don't get out much so if you liked this episode you can find (coughs) it other ones like it on itunes google play spotify and Castbox, or wherever fine podcasts are sold take your friend's phone and subscribe to our podcast uh we need those numbers leave a comment we are doing yeah Oh, yeah. We leave a comment. We're doing a uh, giveaway. We've been doing giveaways now. Yeah. You want to tell them about that? We got the uh, the new app giveaway for the February slash March. Mm, 30 days less of... It's a it's not so much of a month because it spans two months. Um, right. And that is going to be Alto's Adventure, the prequel to Alto's Odyssey. I think I got that in the yes. right order. Um, yeah. <laughs> So if you are subscribed to the podcast, you like our tweets about the show on Twitter, or happen to be a Patreon, any one of those three things, except for the subscribe thing, because we need you to like <laughs> on Twitter, because otherwise we don't know. Um, <laughs> We're just like, who are you? Yeah. We don't see subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, do one of those two things, I guess, you are automatically entered at any point, you know, liking any of the tweets or being a patron at any point, you're automatically entered into the giveaway for the, the 30-day app giveaway and um we'll do a drawing for that around the middle of this month probably i'll say next week's episode we'll um we'll do the drawing for that and uh, announce the winner we'll also announce the winner on twitter and uh yeah you basically get a free cool app that i or jake enjoyed uh goofing off with so yeah Ooh, phrasing <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, if you liked this episode, you can find more like it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and CastBox. Uh, leave us a rating, a comment, whatever you would like to contribute to the show. Take your friend's phone, subscribe. And uh, this has been episode 67 of Last Week on the Internet, and we'll catch you next week.